where I feel like I am when I hear that. <laughs> you have to keep oh, going. Yeah. But no, I mean, <laughs> am I in a jazz bar? Am I in a wine club? You're you're at a wine club solving a crime. <laughs> yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speakeasy. <laughs> I say that wrong. You know. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. So this is a fun episode. We have a guest, Blair Ramon with Gilbert Creek Gardens. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So this is Honor and I <laughs> interviewing Blair. Blair is a dear friend of mine. She is my running partner. So if I reference uh, my running partner, this is her. <laughs> we have solved many, many of life's problems yes. <laughs> and froze our butt off today. It's cold. Um, this episode is going to be on doing the work. I've watched Blair. How long have you been doing Gilbert Creek? Uh, this is my eighth growing season. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. How did we meet? Uh, I remember the other day I asked you, I was like, I don't even know how we became friends. It was friends. Blake. So Blake had his boards in your little aid shop. On 7th Street. And the we were first both shop. pregnant. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> we were due one, no, we were due eight days apart. Yes, but she had but to I go had before. Maggie first. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all were scared to tell me because y'all were like, I was so done and y'all were scared I was going to be mad. <laughs> You made Ryan text Blake and be like, we had a baby. We're here. Then y'all came in. They're a day apart. Yeah. Maggie and yeah. Baylor are a day apart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. Um, so eight years. That is a long... Uh, yeah, actually, this is January marks eight years of me having a store. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that wild? Congratulations, yeah. both of you. I know. That's so crazy. And then we became friends. <laughs> so over the years, I've watched you... Bloom, but um, bump, and uh, but I've watched you also. Both of us have wrestled with many different things in terms of like business. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to ask you questions today. Okay. So one thing that I've heard you say over and over, and you have kind of told yourself, is slow growth is still growth. Can you explain to me like what you mean by that? Um. So I think. Oh, when I st- oh, go ahead. Should we explain more about what Gilbert Creek is? Yes. We <laughs> just sorry, <laughs> Blair. Um, will you please tell us more about Gilbert Creek? What it is? Yes. How it serves you and the community? Okay, so um, we started out as a cut flower farm, and we still are a cut flower farm. But, what um, is a cut flower farm? It is a a flower farm where we cut the flowers and make bouquets to gift to others. So it's not like a plant, like a vegetable farm or anything like that. It's a flower farm. Um, it's not a nursery, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, cut flower farm. But now we're kind of like moving into more of like an actual farmer florist position instead of just a farmer. Um, and we're going to be taking our flowers to, you know, weddings and we started doing that in the last couple of years, and now I'm going to really take it into production for weddings and, you know, funerals and everyday arrangements kind of thing. So, What got you into flower farming? Like, what is your... So you when know, I was in high school, I told my dad I wanted to be a farmer, and they just, like, laughed at me because when you're in North Texas, it's like, you don't want to be a cotton farmer, you know? Like, that's what... Or a wheat farmer. I mean, right. that's what people think of. But I've always loved growing and um, science in general, and so I just had, like, this weird connection, I guess, with growing. 
and even when I was in college, like I would have like a little bitty tiny garden growing <laughs> on my windowsill at the at the dorm. So I've always grown something. Um, so yeah, and you're very passionate about bees. I am. I am. I got my <laughs> master's degree in native bees, which is so beneficial. <laughs> it will be one day when it, we're all <laughs> one day that degree is going to serve you. <laughs> well. But I love it. Yeah, I love the diversity and seeing. Um, yeah, the diversity of, of the bees and native bees in our area and how they pollinate all the different types of plants that we have here. Yeah, it's amazing. My brain doesn't work like that, like any <laughs> sort of science. Well, I've um, always been a weird collector. Like, even as a kid, I have I still have my stamp collection. I, I've been a collector <gasps> of things, like, uh-huh. and so uh-huh. bees and insects, even in high school. Or in junior high, I started my high school insect collection when I was in junior high because I was wow. so excited. <laughs> So I'm the weirdo. <laughs> I love that. It so takes cool. all kinds. Yeah. It does. Absolutely. So. That's amazing. Okay, so you started as a cut flower farm, and yep. now you are growing into, you've definitely every year increased the amount of seeds and, I'm going to say bulbs, but I know that, what's the other thing you put in the Orange ground? tubers. Yeah, they're all. Tubers. That's, tubers. Yeah. Um, I watched a Magnolia Network florette flower, and I was like, she keeps saying the word tuber, and I don't know what she's talking about. (laughs) And then you've said that, and I'm like, okay. (laughs) But what flower is that that comes from a tuber? Um, Dahlias. Oh, they're so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm still learning. Like, it's hard to grow dahlias here. And I'm finally, like, I accidentally figured out how to do it. (laughs) For real. Uh You should give yourself some credit. Yeah. Well, (laughs) yeah. So you can grow them early in spring, but I went to Lowe's because I'd killed so many of them before, mm-hmm. and they were having like a tuber end of season sale in the summer when everything was burning up, and I bought them, and I planted them in July, and then I had dahlias in October. Oh, and It was wow. magical, and so I was like, it was like an accident that I figured mm-hmm. out that, how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm That's> <laughs> <laughs> um, that's amazing. Okay, so... You've scaled and scaled. How many um, ranunculus are you putting in the ground this Ranunculus year? and anemones. I don't know exactly how many ranunculus, but both together I have 2,500 going in. Flair, that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I, like, started at 500, and then I would mm-hmm. add, you know, a little bit here and there. But this year, every year, I tell you, I'm going big this year, and it's like a thousand, and I'm going big this year. <laughs> and you've it. said that, and then you beat yourself. I, you go through a cycle yeah. in the seasons because um, sure. farming is very difficult, and it's de- not the weather. The climate changes so drastically here yeah. from like super cold, and then it's effing hot. Yeah. And there's no other way to say yeah. it. It's like, yeah, you burning right. And so, but last year was the first there you. First year that you were actually, I saw you more at peace mm-hmm. with, like, the season slowing down. Yeah. Did you start by, tell me more about, yeah, <clears throat> slow growth is still growth, and, like, what that means to you. And then I have more questions. So, I think I, when I first started, I would, like, beat myself up about, you know, not growing flowers all year round, or um, not growing enough flowers, like, running out and having to tell somebody you don't have flowers like that just broke me you know and so um I just would beat myself up about that but I think like every year especially when I first started we were having I was having babies and I was like beating myself up for not being able to like flower farm for whatever um you know a hundred or 
Or even in the summer, yeah. like when your kids are home. Yeah. And, yeah. And COVID, you know, I was like, how am I going to, like, grow this many things mm-hmm. being out in the field all the time when I have two babies, you know, that can't yeah. be out in the 100-degree heat, you know? So, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I think slow growth for me, like, just is saying, you know, I'm not comparing myself to Florette, for example, or, mm-hmm. you know, anybody else that's growing, but just comparing myself to what I did last year or even last month or even last week. Like, mm-hmm. what am I doing making sure that I'm just growing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, comparison robs. <laughs> what yeah. is the quote? Comparison is, the, is a thief of joy. joy. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're so focused on what someone else is doing and not yourself mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like a lot of times I say joy and energy it's a yeah. robber of energy oh, yeah. Yeah, and we sure. only have so much mm-hmm. yeah and my thing it was like it wasn't necessarily the comparison to other people it was like I had these huge expectations for myself mm-hmm. now did they come from other people or like what I thought I was supposed to be doing and then I didn't hit those so it was kind of like ugh. You know? yeah yeah so tell me about your inner dialogue like how who is the person, or you've referenced a committee, like you have the, <laughs> this inner dialogue and committee in your mind. Like, where did that come from and when did it start? I mean, I think it's always, I think it's always been there. Um, What's the voice that talks it's to like you? It's like the Enneagram 6 is where I learned that term, like the committee, because I feel like as an Enneagram 6, you always are looking for like the worst case scenario. What is the name of the Enneagram 6? Mm, Boyles? I think, oh, I think so. that is right. Yeah. Um, but it's like worst case scenario thinking like, um, I think whenever I go through and there's like a big decision I have to make, I'm like, well, what would my mom think about this? Or what would Catherine say uh, about this? Or what would Blake, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I go through and like poll people even in, your in mind. my mind <laughs> yeah. of yeah. what I think that they would say. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? So... That's the committee in my head. <laughs> yeah. Have you quiet the, the committee? Um, yeah, I think self-aware, like being able to be like, this is obviously stressing me out, and I'm like pulling, like pulling those committee members, pulling those committee <laughs> members in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and even I do it in real life too. Like I'll, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm like, what is your opinion on this? I already have my opinion, mm-hmm. but I want to make sure that it's the right one yeah I think there's power in asking someone's opinion but it's understanding the value that you give it yeah you know Mm -hmm. and I'm that's exactly it really like I had this this high value of everybody else's Mm -hmm. opinion that it quieted mine and then you didn't know what yours was after you heard everyone else's opinion Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah and I've told people here like uh, Alyssa put it really good one time of being like Catherine's going to ask you your opinion, but she's already got <laughs> she's already got that figured out. Um, and I, and think I think for a little bit, I, to be truly honest, I think Alyssa took it personal mm-hmm. that maybe I didn't take her opinion. And I was so oblivious. I was oblivious in some of that. Like, realizing that I might have hurt someone's feelings when I didn't take their opinion. But I'm so into the thought yeah. or the... The yeah. idea, yeah, that you're, yeah, you're focused. Part on of the process not. is to, I think, there is value in asking someone's opinion. Yeah, but I also, she taught me how to take <laughs> someone's feedback. Mm-hmm. Not always run with what I want. That mm-hmm. someone's feedback can be really valuable, but it's 
as individuals, we have to understand like the value that we do give other people's yeah. opinions. And when we, when we ask for it. Yeah. Um, so when I ask for an, like we do brainstorm a lot oh, off the do. cuff here. Yeah. I mean, it's like ping, 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 ping. Mm-hmm. And, but I think most of the time I already kind of have deep down what I want. But I think what over the years I've tried to spend more time processing. Yeah. That I have the mm-hmm. idea, I can ask for feedback, but the goal is not to make a decision that day. Like yeah. to sit in it a yeah. little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the committee ran the show. The show a lot. <laughs> because I felt like everybody else had more experience or everybody, you know. And we're on different paths. <clears throat> yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. You and I yeah. run very different operations if you want to call it that or businesses right um and it can be it can be hard to compare or even like sometimes I want I I'm guilty of this as we'll run and I I grew up on a farm I love farming yeah and I'm like I want that cute little shed that Blair has (laughs) (laughs) I want to go cut flowers like I don't want to go to to work today like, yeah. I want to do what you do. <laughs> Shoveling manure. That's what normally happens. Those, that manure makes those flowers grow. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, oh, you must have the dream life. And it's like, you see the beauty at yeah. the end. You know, it's so much more than that. But it's mainly digging in dirt. <laughs> right. But that goes back to comparison. It's, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it robs, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um. So in the last eight years of farming, like, when do you feel like you took, started taking control of this committee and, like, mm. your goals? Because you are really good. I'm looking at Blair's amazing um, planner right now. Can you please tell us what this is? <laughs> so this is the power sheets. And this, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of bougie and expensive. But I buy one um, every year. I haven't bought mine yet this year, but every year I buy one and it like walks you through so many different things like your values. It pulls out. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I really love it. And it's all flowers, of course. So it like, makes it even better. But mm-hmm. I like it because it, it breaks it into not just goals for business or personal. It's like right. health and wellness, mm-hmm. like focal relationships and friends and family and Finances. But you have I, you sit down and you fill this out. Yeah, like you do. I would never. I mean, I would never do it. <laughs> well, so they have like this. I don't thing know where why. You just do it. Okay. And that's what I think has helped me is that when you sit down, I, you like I say, I'm doing this in an hour or whatever. I think it took me a little bit longer than that, but I don't have time to pull the people in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like, write down what I want, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. then it kind of sets me straight for. Do you think this book helped you uh, clearly describe, like, what Blair wants versus what you think everybody else wants? How long have you been doing this, Joe? This is my, this will be my third year of doing it. And okay. that's when it, the shift yeah. happened. Oh, sweet. Okay, <laughs> okay. But that's also, like, COVID, like, mm-hmm. also played uh, a big, I know. Yeah. It's, but it really did. You know, I, I actually see a lot of good business. things that came from COVID. Yeah. There were also lots of bad. Oh, for right. sure. But the pivoting. And, yeah. 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 And, and just the pausing, like. It made you sit. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It made you sit. And I had to, like, refund wet. Like, I lost mm-hmm. all my weddings. And I had to pivot, for sure. 
Mm-hmm. But now all that's coming back, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's the whole growing slow. It's like perfect time now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. So during those, the season of like you going maybe a little slower <clears throat> than you wanted, but mm-hmm. you went at the, how did that serve? You went at the pace that felt natural. Like how did that serve your family and those around you? Mm. Even though it was hard then, like, do yeah. you think you have perspective now to know how it served you yeah. and your family? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I, I was with my kids all the time. I still am except for they're in school now, but before I was with my kids all the time. And so now I'm like thankful for that time because, you know, they're only little once, but it was hard. Cause I was like, I want to have a business. I, you know, but it was hard to do, it was hard to do both mm-hmm. and be successful at both. Um, and so, but now looking back, like, I feel like that slow growth at the beginning, let me work out the kinks of mm-hmm. what growing season mm-hmm. and when to plant and all of that. So now going forward, I mean, that's, I already know. Do you still try to plant every season or do you take a break? So was it you that were like, you just need to take summers off? Was that you? I think it was. So well, you beat yourself. I've oh, watched yeah. you. Yeah. I've Summers watched are the just things for, hard. Or the grasshoppers eat yeah. everything, all yeah. of your zinnias. And, and it's, and the sunflowers. I mean, it, there's the list goes on. Yeah. So summer, June, June is when it starts. I mean, there's still really pretty things in June, but July and August is a beating, mm-hmm. like for flowers. I mean, mm-hmm. I, veggies and stuff still grow because, but flowers, they're so delicate. The petals are so delicate. And so it just is a lot. So I think this year I enjoyed. July... But you went to the farmer's market. So you were still going to the farmer's market yeah. in the summer, right? Did you? Yeah, yeah, trying to. Okay. But, I mean, we, I just had didn't have as much stuff as the mm. spring. So spring is, like, huge. It's, like, you know, the big, big time for us. And then summer, it kind of slows down. You have, like some stuff but it's all kind of the same you know like you can't make a mixed bouquet with sunflowers right or whatever so I think that's hard but I feel like this year what I did so well and and it makes me like pause is I didn't worry about going to the farmer's market or try to sell Mm -hmm. in July and August I replanted Mm -hmm. and so I had flowers in December y'all I've never had like (laughs) I no, I know. Flowers you, in December. I made my <laughs> Christmas bouquet, and it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was so beautiful. And, yeah, that isn't something you've always had. No. And so that was one of my goals for last year was have flowers year-round. But, I mean, I did have flowers in July, but I wasn't, like, beating myself. It's just expectations. Like, yeah. putting unrealistic mm-hmm. expectations on yourself. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do that this year. I'm like, take July off. I went on vacation. We took you know, a vacation in July. And so it's amazing. So good. Yeah. So good. So what's coming? So we are lots of change, (laughs) (laughs) lots of change, but we are, um, opening a brick and mortar to be more of like a farmer florist. Um, in in Burke Burnett. Yeah. In Burke Burnett where I grew up. Um, and I'm super excited about it. Just trying to, I mean, there's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to talk bad about anybody, but there's this very, uh, what's the word? Like traditional. I was going to say dated. Okay. Dated. I didn't know that. <laughs> See, that's a little more mean. Oh, but traditional. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought I was being kind. <laughs> there's a very, 
very, I have a very, like, I guess, distinct, like, whimsically, yeah, whimsical, more, you know, garden style than traditional Mm -hmm. florist. And so I just want to bring that into. Well, I think that's part of you bringing in the garden. I mean, when you think of sweet peas, some people may think of a sweet sweet pea bouquet, but when I think of sweet peas, I think of your greenhouse (laughs) and your trellis and people you don't see yeah (laughs) there was one this might have been 2020 it was rough yeah we uh we were both walking through a hard season and I was like hey I'm bringing over a bottle of wine and we're gonna sit out there in the sweet peas (laughs) I think we got eight by mosquitoes yeah we did (laughs) we had like five gallon buckets we set on in her sweet pea greenhouse and And it smells so good and we shared a bottle of wine (laughs) really good I will never forget that but that's whimsical like the the vines and the little curlies like there's yeah. so much when I think of my mom's herb garden like it's whimsical it's textural it's, yeah you, yeah there's more than just the flower itself yeah. and so I think it's unique that you're that you desire those things and you're going to bring that into a flower farm like and florist because people don't know that yeah I'm also I'm often like the wildflower farmer I mm-hmm. get you know I get that and so it's hard to kind of like break out of that box that I've been put in for eight years, or you know. Well, I'm like a tubular is not a well. I know, but, <laughs> but I'm like I. I think there's some people that think I just like walk the ditches and like pick flowers, <laughs> and like no, I actually grew that on purpose. Right. <laughs> Planted the seed, uh, but it's it's fine. Like people, there. That's you know, that's there's people that love the traditional red mm-hmm. roses and baby's breath and, you know, kudos. Everybody likes something different. And so. Because mm-hmm. it, because flowers remind you of something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody has a flower story for sure. Yeah. So what is in mm-hmm. the ground now? <clears throat> what do you plant? Ranunculus and anemones. Yeah. Okay. Is that a bulb? It's a corm. Okay. It looks like a tiny octopus. Oh, I have oh, seen them remember? in your house. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And daffodils. I'm planting way more daffodils. I, I just like got those. You've more. made me like those. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't used to like daffodils, I know. but my I granddad, like... man, my okay. granddad. That story. I'll never forget a daffodil now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited. And the other, can I say the other big news? Yeah, you can say whatever <laughs> you want to share. <laughs> the other big news is kind of crazy. Is we are moving the flower farm. Yeah, yeah, I'm selling my family farm, which is so sad, but it's going to be so good. It's a bittersweet situation. The Clark, we're moving to a place called the Clark House. It's a historical home in Burt Burnett, and it's just, it's so much more inviting in what I want for people to come out Mm -hmm. and do, like a cut your own and Mm -hmm. have It's off a major, yeah, right now you live off a major highway. Right. This is kind of tucked in the outside of Burt. Mm -hmm. Some land. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be so magical. It is. I cannot wait. And Blake got me like five or six. For Christmas, I got roses. <laughs> I'm so weird. Like he rose bushes? Me, yeah. Like he bought oh, me wow. and he printed out pieces of paper and wrapped them. But it's because they don't ship until February. Mm-hmm. Oh, Blake. <laughs> but like, da- like David Austin, like, bo- like bougie roses. <laughs> I'm like, mm, sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. I'll come look at yours. Okay. <laughs> and I love growing, but mine are, yeah, it's, I'm it's, not obviously skilled. Okay, let's just. Yes, you I are. Your house things. plants are amazing. Yeah, I'm more of a house plant. <laughs> yeah. But I love my cosmos. Mm-hmm. 
I do have poppy seeds this year that I oh, did good. get from Floret. Oh, yeah. Um, you need to pop those in the ground. I was about to ask you. <laughs> when do those go in the now. ground? Now. They need the cold. <clears throat> they need the cold stratification period. Whoa, you just used a big word. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Thank you for being with yes, us. Do you have any oh, yeah, questions um, or a quick fire? Oh, yeah. We could do some <clears throat> rapid fire. Okay. What's your favorite flower? Mm-hmm. Ah, that's so no, hard. Okay. But it, it's probably sweet pea, ranunculus, cosmos, all the whimsical ones. Okay. Aussie Cassie just walked in. We're recording. Oh, right yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go to coffee drink. Um, I really like the Starbucks cinnamon dolce at home. Okay. Like, I, they have the creamer, and I get it at home. <laughs> ah, it's just with a cup of coffee? Yeah, just okay. a, and it's just, it comes in like a little thing. Ah. Okay, place that you want to travel to in this next year. We're talking about Tennessee, like Smoky Mountains. <gasps> That sounds Yeah, we talked fun. about it last night. I'm excited. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Whiskey tours, maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you pat me in your luggage? And yes. Take me with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thank you for being with yes, us. Thank you. I'm excited. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs>